Was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome, Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And we are on episode 58. <laughs> yes. Sir and ma'am. Sir and ma'am. Yes, sir and ma'am. I, I realize yeah, be, I have to be say inclusive. Both. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta be it's inclusive. for everybody. It's for everybody. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> on this episode, we're going to, of course, talk about Jay-Z, uh, rock and roll, Hall of Fame, talk about some of Rihanna's moves and uh entrepreneur living legend. I'm gonna I'm gonna say entrepreneur okay. living legend. Queen's kid. I'm yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. D- Damon John. <laughs> Fubu himself. And, and much more. How how do we feel about this episode? Honestly, I'm excited to get back to the breakdown. We kind of got a little, you know what I'm saying? It's been a it's been a couple episodes since we got a breakdown. So now nah, this is gonna be fun. We get back to the breakdown. Yep, so let's get into his intro. Two kids from Queens, cut from a different cloth. Now joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never before seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force, but more importantly, the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. And you already know what time it is. It is the review of the week. (laughs) And we're keeping this very simple because they did. If you don't listen to this podcast, you're losing. (laughs) Don't be a loser, y'all. Yeah, I love it. Don't be a yeah. Don't be a loser. Come on, listen to the podcast. Share with a friend. So uh, (laughs) shout out to everybody who leaves us a review on Apple Podcasts and Apple, not Apple, Podcast Chasers. Chasers? Chasers. Podcast Chasers. Um, Thank you. We appreciate it. We read them all. We love you guys. And shout out to all our new audio and video people and all our vets. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. We appreciate you. We absolutely appreciate you. Moose, how are we feeling? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, spoke about coming back from Florida on the live show. Yeah. Nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing eventful has happened since then, but things are good. I mean, um, yeah, doing well overall. Can't complain. Short to, short to the point today. Okay. All right. Yeah. I ain't mad at that. All right. He's like, yep. Great. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, very good. Uh, thank you for coming. Uh, see you next week. <laughs> Yo, from yeah. the people who are like, yes, Moose is getting transparent. We're back on. Yep. I'm good. Yeah. Nothing happened. Uh, things are great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Well, I'm great. Yeah, Hello. Um, I'm going to the Canelo fight. This is being recorded uh, before the Canelo fight, which is Saturday, November 6th. All right. Mm-hmm. So I will be live and direct. Shout out to... Uh, CJ and E and Josh and Maul who made all that happen. They all had a That's role in that. So That's what's up. Um, super excited. I haven't been to Vegas since my mom said 15. I say 17, but my mom says oh, wow. 15. So it's so, been a minute. Yeah, she took me like three times before I was legal. I don't I don't know how this works. So I was all into the arcades. Okay. Yeah, I was all into uh. it. So I had I like about that several suitcases of just stuffed animals. Like yeah. I was, I was winning. I was like, my mom could do <laughs> slots. I'm out here with, right. with stuffed animals and what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no, I think definitely. Yeah, definitely. If you, uh, if you had parents that were into the gambling life, you definitely are a kid of the casinos because you couldn't go in the casino even if you were just going to watch. So your butt was going to the arcade, the arcade. while they was yep. in there. Absolutely. Yep. And I hope you had a good arcade. If not, you had that room that had like uh, a racing car, a pinball, right. and like a fighting game and maybe basketball. That's it. That's right. it. I Basic. lived all the life. <laughs> <laughs> I lived all oh, the life. Man. But let's get into this episode. <laughs> and on this what's popping section, look at me sounding mm. all proper. You know what I mean? Come with it. We are going to be talking about, yes, Jay-Z. Jay-Z is now inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He was qualified off of his first year 
mm-hmm. first year. But 25 years since. Uh, I'm not sure when it's supposed to air, but of course, you know, people pulled out their phones and mm-hmm. got some of this acceptance speech. And he shouted out somebody that I want to talk a little bit about, but I also want to talk a little bit about the acceptance speech. Yeah. So uh, let's let's just get right into it. And then, um, you know, I, I look back at some of those raps and it was like, oh, stop faking, you making it, son. I'm breaking the break. It was trash. <laughs> but somehow we knew. And I recorded a demo and I went to every single rec- um, record company and you know what they said, right? It's trash. <laughs> but the audacity of hip hop, we, we didn't believe them. After not one second got depressed, for one second, I didn't change my course. It was like, we're gonna create our own company, no? That's hip hop. And we created this company called Rockefeller Records. Shout out to Dave, I know we don't see eye eye, but I, I can never erase your accomplishments. And I appreciate you and I thank you for that. Hmm. It's major. That's major. Um, Mm. So there's like two parts of this for me, right? The confidence of this is trash. I believe it's amazing. And I believe (laughs) that we really have something, but it's trash. And then when you hear it from other people that it's trash, and yet you still have the confidence enough to make your own like that has to be that has to be talked out because mm-hmm. yeah to get denied several times i think he's even said like by all the record labels just trash 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 and to clearly be one of the most known record labels in the like of our time Rockefeller, right. everybody knows what for that sure, is. For sure. Right? Yeah. Um, I I would ask you, like, because you can come up with so many different ideas, not you per se, but just people, right? Sure, yeah. It's like, what do you know to put confidence in? Like, how did he know that was it when he listened back? He's like, damn, I was trash. That was that was so bad. That was, but we yeah. probably feel that way about all our early stuff. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, last week. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> last Yo, week. Damn, last week was ah. Could be better this week. <laughs> but it's yeah. like it's, it, you look at that, and I'm like, some people are like, "How do I get that confidence? How do I? How do I mm-hmm. know this is this one is it?" Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I I can't think of anything else other than have a dream and be passionate about it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're hearing one of the best artists of our era, of our generation, of an entire probably hip hop era. I mean, 25 years since that first album. And he's let, like, he's telling you that they weren't good when they started. So clearly you don't have to be good to start, but, but, but do you have a dream? Do you have a vision? Are you passionate about what you're doing? Right. Like I, I was reading the article that you sent with with the full words or the, the thoughts that he shared during his speech. Yeah. And he's just talking about the KRS-1s, the Big Daddy Kane and those people that came before him that inspired his kind of, you know, vision and saying, man, I want to be like those guys and started doing whatever he can do to put himself in that position. Now, when it didn't work out, he just became resourceful to finally start getting it to click. So right. I think of, you know, when I listen to that and, and to answer your question, I think of, man, is, is, is your dream like bright enough? Like, do, do you have a dream that's like ignited enough, that's deep enough that can get you 
uh, beyond those early stages of straight up when you when you suck, like when you trash, which is normal, <laughs> which is like the natural progression of anything when it first starts. But but are you passionate enough? Do you have a dream that's big enough that can carry you through those early stages where you can get innovative and say, you know what, that's not going to work. OK, let me try this and let me try that and, and let me go to this person and go to that person and not lose you know, any steam. So yeah, Nick's, I think, I think the dream and the passion is all that I can think of that almost blindsided them to the fact that they weren't that good when he first started. Yeah. I would have to, I would have to agree, but I love it. And for those people, like look up the full acceptance speech. It's going to be ghetto on the, like you heard the audio isn't the greatest, <laughs> but right. um, the journey is what got me to understand where the confidence came from. Because, I mean, of course, he mentioned, you know, Big Daddy Kane, KRS-One, LL Cool J, and always listening to it. And then he mentioned his mom giving him mm. that green notebook. So you right, not only right. are seeing it, but then now the person you love the most is now encouraging it, right, to then your best friend, Tata was like, yeah, you are the greatest, right? right Let's do right. this. And it, it seems like environment, we've spoken about this, but environment is so valuable when it comes to from just an idea to then that pure confidence of I can do this. And though you mm -hmm. may not think it, I'm seeing it around. I'm seeing it happen. My mother believes in me. My best friend believes in me. I have a circle that believes in me. We're going, we're going to do this regardless. And maybe right. one of the goals is not truly to reach the masses, but to maybe be a local success, maybe to be within the circle success. Like, yo, we created this. We're putting it out in the world. And it just happens when you make movement like that then it mm -hmm. impacts more than maybe that than you really imagine. Because I don't, yeah. of course, if you think about Dame Dash, Dame Dash thinks it was going to take over the world all day, every mm -hmm. day, right? Right. But who is to say, did they really know the true impact that Rockefeller was going to have? Rockefeller was one of the reasons why everybody wanted a chain. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like everybody wanted yeah. the rock chain. If you part of New York, somehow, some way, you low key wish you were part <laughs> of right. of Rockefeller. Just a little yeah. bit, right? So right. it's it's pretty cool to to see that the journey is one of those things where it can help build confidence. Do you have the right environment? Do you have the support at home? Do you have support in in your circle? And if not, how do you recreate it somehow, some way mm -hmm. to uh, allow it to have the success it's supposed to have, right? Yeah, so I, love, I love that you said that on the back end too, yep. Yeah, me? Yeah, yeah no, that's good. Fine over here. But yeah. um, the second part I want to bring up is, of course, the shout out to Dame Dash. Now, it has been documented of... They're not seeing eye to eye, as he would like to say. There's even some legal situations. I think mm -hmm. Jay is suing Dame Dash at this moment, right? But what I loved is what he said was, I can't take away the accomplishments. We may not see eye to eye, but I can't take away what was created. Because of mm -hmm. what was created, this is all possible. This is what's happening. Right. And it makes me think like we sometimes can, you know, go separate ways. We may be I may go this way and I'm not saying me and Moose go through this. I'm just giving an example. Right. I don't want people mm -hmm. like, oh, they don't get to they don't like each other. No. Right, Love right. Moose. Stop that. Um but Moose may be over here with the vision, right? But what I can never knock is that, yo, we created this podcast and right. we've impacted 
multiple countries, right? Shout out to the countries that listen to us. And there and and you have to look at it like even some of people's old partners or friends, like they may be foul afterwards, but what this is teaching me at least is don't erase the past. Yeah. Like I know for me, I have a big tendency when somebody messes up to the point of no return. Oh, you're getting blacked out. Like, I don't care what we accomplished. Like there's, it's done. Like, we will never see eye to eye. What are we talking about? But there was a lot of moments in my life that because of this thing happened, I am who I am. Right. And if, if somebody of the likes of Jay-Z with the accomplishments and trials and tribulations can say, hey, I'm literally suing my man right now. This is not what he said, but... This is how I translate it. Mm. I'm suing my man right now, but Rockefeller is what it is because of the three of us. Because mm. of Dame Dash, Jay-Z, and Biggs. And so I can never take that away from him. I just may not be able to work with him ever again, but I can't take those accomplishments away from him. And that's just that's just big, especially utilizing the platform that he was on at that moment to acknowledge mm-hmm. that, which then later on, of course, Dame Dash was like, I would love to sit down with my man and squash the 20 year beef. Sir, we know that's never happening. That's never. Right. Never. Right. But I mean, we, we never know. I mean, I don't think, of course, because I was going to say Jay-Z and Kanye, but I don't think that was such a bad situation i feel like that was a more miscommunication um mm-hmm. that of course that based off a song clearly we've not seen true friendship or whatever but based on a song they're okay right, right they're right they're back to making money together that's all that matters um yeah, yeah. but yeah i don't know yeah no i mean look it's a it's definitely a great deal of maturity man to like yo we, we can't eliminate the history that that comes a part of it. Mm-hmm. Now, as it relates to the Dame situation and, and them possibly, you know, almost coming back together, the whole situation, I just think there are two different levels. Like it might, I don't know. I, I think the, the way Jay has kind of continued to build his brand and his moves, him going back to fix it. I don't know that they're at the same, like Jay and Kanye, almost in the same class, right? Same status in terms of like both billionaires, worldwide brands, the whole nine. For some people that might be like, wow, that's foul. That's what you're basing it off of. Yep. But in the history of Jay-Z's moves, I think that's part of the thing that he's considering. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, yeah, I ain't going to go back and stitch that up uh, because that almost is like a hit to my, to my brain. You're not at my level kind of thing. That's how I see it. But to your point, you got to acknowledge the, the maturity of like, okay, I can't forget what he's done or his contributions to my journey because it, it is helping me get to where I am today. So that's, that is pretty dope. Yeah. So shout out to Jay-Z. And you know what? For the culture, I do hope they uh, reconcile of some way, shape, or form. Not back to the, the dances and working together, but just like, yo, let's... Yeah. Let's just hash it out. I think at some point they will. I think that that'll work. Yeah, I see. I I can see it. Like you know, the the magic Isaiah Isaiah Thomas sit down that they had. You remember that? You, you see that on ESPN when like they uh kind of came down and was like a little emotional, started crying and apologizing. Yeah, Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas they they had like a little sit down like really? that to squash their beef. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I'm saying it was like yeah, it's so emotional. Sometimes. Yeah, there was you know there's a little. Man, you hurt me, bro. Like, loved you, and boom. Oh. but I'm not making fun of it. I'm just saying, like, you know, it, it happened later in their careers. So maybe that'll. Uh, I yeah. hope so. Yeah. I think I think it's needed. Um, but then again, we are just people, and they're like, 
it's, we don't care about y'all. This is we're not doing this for y'all. This, this <laughs> right, is actually right. this actually hurts us internally. Like this is a, a us problem. Like yeah, for what, real. Why do we care about your feelings? Like yeah, I have to remember that. Like we're just like, come on, do it for the cultures for us. They're done with us. Right. We created right. Rockville. We Jay now has Rock Nation and all these different things. Like what more do you mm. want? So yeah. Hey, let me ask you this real quick. Mm. What are your thoughts on Jay-Z creating an Instagram for 48 hours, getting a couple million followers, and then deleting it? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's well, hilarious. So, so, I saw on Instagram that he did this one be once before. Like, he got on Instagram, I think, on Michael Jackson's birthday, posted mm. and then deleted. Like, he's out. Mm. But in, in what, less than 24 hours, you got like two mil followers. Yep, I, yep, I, I, I yeah, followed, I was like, oh, snap, this is a new. Me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't think that was going to last. I didn't. But because I, of his key, movie. I got a little excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because of his movie, I thought it was going to be a good idea. I mean, he's now he's that the whole Tiffany campaign. I, I saw it in uh, Mexico. I was showing E. I was like, E, look, it's Beyonce and, and uh. Jay-Z, uh, for the Tiffany thing. You, wow. He's like, nah, I've never seen it. Right? I was like, what do you mean never seen it? I, okay. got, I got a little excited. I'm not going to lie. Because I saw him talking to, uh, uh, what is it? LaMelo Ball, I think it is. Yeah. At like one of his games. So they posted like some clips of them talking. I'm like, yo, maybe this is Jay-Z's way of like connecting with the youth a little bit more. And it only lasted but 24 hours. So I we guess no, that's it. not. Maybe. Yeah. Eh, fair enough. <laughs> it, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Jay-Z, I mean, it'd be nice for you to be on Instagram, but I don't know what you would post. Like, what rich stuff would you post? Yeah, that's hilarious. What kind of rich stuff would right. you post? Right, like what? Yeah. It would be dope. Don't get it twisted. What's like, Jay-Z breakfast like? He yeah. probably has amazing art, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we, We're clearly never going to really see the twins... We see mm. we see blue here and there, but I, I don't really right. remember seeing twins too much. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know what he would post, but it would be appreciated. It would. That's just me. That's just me. But uh, in other news, Rihanna. <laughs> so let me set this up real quick, right? Uh, Riri, we've been dying for new music. We have, right? Um, we've we've talked about you several times on this podcast and questioned, is there going to be new music, right? Um, and it's not. Okay. What you did was clearly, let's reissue, no pun mm. intended, literally, R-I-H-I-S-S-U-E, all eight albums that I already have with exclusive merch. First off, I feel like I got okie doke, but I felt like this was genius at the same time. Mm. Okay. Um, and it's a lesson as well, because as maybe we're possibly waiting for new music, maybe possibly, she literally repurposed all her albums. She wow. said, you know what? Let's put this back into a physical form and a more of a collective, a collectible kind of vibe. So mm -hmm. uh, for my audio listeners on the, on the screen that we have, it has like four of them out of the eight and it comes with a vinyl, a really dope box that says reissue. And like a shirt that is based off the the actual album, right? And th I think they go for like 110 retail price. Mm. Now, of course, with streaming, you just have to pay a membership fee of that particular platform to listen to Rihanna's music. So I think this was really dope and also maybe something to calm down the people like they actually have something of Rihanna that they could hold on to and say, ha, na, 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 boo, boo, no one else has this, or it's a limited amount, you know. Um, so I thought that was kind of genius. 
at, at that point. And then it, it also makes me think for like, you know, entrepreneurs or people with businesses of some sort, if you're in that transition phase of, I don't know when this is going to come out. I'm not sure if it's going to be ready for when everybody is expecting it. What can you repurpose that you already put out? Can you mm. put a new cover to that book that you made? Can you add a special packaging to something? Can you uh, act as if it's a new relaunch and, you know, just add some, add one or two new things to make yeah. it, make everybody want it all over again and not necessarily having to recreate something or put people on hold so they could pay attention to other people. So that, that like, I looked at this, I was like, you're slick, but you're not slick. Mm -hmm. Like I see, I see what you did there. I see, Right. I hope it works. And it shows people the blueprint of, yo, all the stuff that you did in the past, bring it back to life, R mm -hmm. make more money from it, milk that particular product. It shouldn't just live for that particular season. So mm. that's what I got out of it. Yeah, no, and I, and I know you've been you've been big on repurposing, even just people like really encouraging people and pushing people to repurpose their own content. Like, yo, if it worked in the past, bring it back with some adjustments to fit today's marketplace. So I, I don't have much to add to that, but I am curious. Does that mean you delete? Like, would you would you tell someone from from a content standpoint? Do you delete what you posted? or maybe shared before because you're repurposing it again today. Mm -mm. And nope. You, no, uh. nope, I did. I literally did it today. I took an old reel, uh, take the same caption, just put it as a reminder, like reminder, boom. Right. And kept mm. it moving. Right. Sometimes I put majority of times I put like a different caption. Right. Um, but I leave the old one there. I'll change maybe the cover of it. Like, so that first, impression that you have, you may not have seen that particular angle, uh, face, uh, things like that, but it's the same content, same words. We just bringing it back to life and good. it works because I already yeah. have numbers that it worked before. So we're going to see if it works again. Mm. Oh. I like that. Yeah. I like that. No, that's solid. Let's talk about, uh, actually, let's do this real quick. Shout out to Spurgo, as you can see. Shout out to Spurgo. Um, first off, they opened, and for those who are like, who's Spurgo? Go back and look up our interview with uh, Trey Brown. Uh, when I say, I don't think he's 16 now. 16-year-old 16 yep. entrepreneur that has an amazing clothing brand called Spurgo is now going to be on Shark Tank. Hey. Yes, the uh it today, well, it's supposed to air November 5th. So by the time you hear this, it's already uh have have played. But he is going to be on Shark Tank with Damon John and wow. Mark and all of them great people. I'm yeah, excited to up. see that because that's what's he, up. He opened up two new stores, one mm -hmm. in, uh, I think, what is it called? I think it's somewhere in Philly or Pennsylvania. And then he opened one in the top of Virginia that I went to over four hours because there was traffic. Wow. Right. He's like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, Nikki, you came. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. To support Showed my daddy. Um, right. He came to support. And the funny thing, in the one in the store in back at his crib, he had the Nikki and Moose uh, interview up. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's what's up. He had it on the TV. So somebody had tagged us like, look, Nikki and Moose. I said, oh, that's so dope. Thank you, Trey. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. That's that was dope. The, that's yeah, cool. That was, I didn't even know that. That's really dope. Yeah. It was part of his uh, grand opening. But I say that because he's going on Shark Tank and talking to Damon John. Uh, Damon John has just been like the go-to of entrepreneurs. Go-to. Mm -hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. And I find it funny we never really went over any of his stuff. Yeah, and that's real. The weirdest thing. And he has lessons for days. So one of the first lessons is uh, don't quit your day job. <laughs> All right? Don't quit your day job. And uh, let's just let's go into it. May say, I want to start off. I want to start a, a business. Don't quit your day job. That's a, that's a, so stupid. I don't know why people have ever do that. You put in two hours a day because you just got four hours back round trip uh, a, a day. You put four hours a day educating yourself, whatever the case is. You start calling up those people that you could have been in the service with, you could have worked with. And guess what? Now they're in California, you're in New York, but they got this thing called Zoom. And they want to be part of somebody's dream too. And you start slowly building that thing. So what is your inventory? It's your Rolodex. It's your time on hand. It's your passion that you have. And you look at it after three months, six months, or a year and say, what do I have? But don't quit that damn day job. Hmm. Hmm. What do you think about this, Moose? Yeah, no, I mean, what, what sticks out is definitely the passion piece. It's like, yo, what do you have is passion. And I think that kind of is a good reminder because we just spoke about it when we uh, when we talked about Jay-Z getting inducted and kind of, you know, what made him so confident. But But it's true, man. I think that and I love some of the other clips that we have coming up after this as well about what he mentions, but entrepreneurship is one of those journeys that you cannot embark on because you want the title. Like Mm. you you shouldn't embark on this journey because you want the title to say to your friends or to people or to on social media, I'm an entrepreneur now, or I'm full time. Like that's not what should be the measure of success or a feel good metric. Your measure should be, man, am I, am I in position do, do I have my affairs in order? Will my, will my family suffer? There's a difference between sacrificing and suffer. Sacrifice, right? It's like, okay, instead of eating steak, I'm maybe going to eat, I don't know, a meatloaf or right, right. <laughs> a, a piece of toast. Okay, but, but to make your people suffer because of something, because you, you didn't prepare, I think that's, that's selfish and unfair. So I like that he's encouraging people like, yo, make use of your time. If you're commuting and you have four hours, can you turn those two hours or two of the four hours into something where you're preparing yourself for that, that full-time gig as opposed to jumping off too early? And then there's that part that you almost don't know what to do because I think everyone faces it. You know, mm-hmm. like there's a, a part of it where like it does take a couple of years or some time to get going. So, if, and usually I think for the most part, and I don't know if you agree with this, but I want to say almost 80 to 90% of people miscalculate their time. Like they might say, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to take me two years and it takes them five or, yeah, right, right, right. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like everyone miscalculates. So you jump too early. And of course, we're not telling you don't be optimistic, but don't don't make that jump and, and let your people suffer because of it uh, or because selfishly you wanted that title. So I, I do appreciate that advice. Yeah, I, I, I'm fully agreeing with don't quit your day job. I liked how he was like, yo, Get these particular things, like get the relationships right, make sure the passion's dope. Like I like mm-hmm. how that was his way of like checking your inventory, right? Yeah. Um, that was really cool. But I I'm I'm more of of course the strategic type of not really jumping until you were sure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I stayed with my nine to five for a bit before I jumped with like E, right? And I didn't even jump. Yeah. It was a nice transition. It was right, 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 it was a right. Nice transition. There wasn't no layover period. Yeah, no, because especially when you have bills, like the mortgage and car and all that great stuff. Like you gotta I, I'm I'm cool with and this is only me. I can only speak for me. I'm cool with the crazy faith. Shout out to Maul. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with the crazy mm-hmm. faith. Um, but I am also not about struggle. If right. it is meant to be, it is going to be. And if it may take a little bit longer because I'm going this route, I'm okay with that. I cannot put myself under stress to try to speed things up. This is going to happen. Mm. This is going to work regardless. 
I mean, like, this is not a, a feeling. I've done it. And especially if you could do two things with a, with a nine to five and then your your passion or your entrepreneurship ways and things like that, that's that shows dedication, right? you know, because you're now valuing time a little bit more. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like you're understanding how to work these particular hours with full focus because that's what you only have to work with where there's people who have all day and don't even do anything close to the amount for those people who may only have two, three hours to work on their business. So mm. with a somewhat of a cushion of, I still have a salary right now. This is, like I said, this is me speaking. I'm not totally suggesting don't, you know, don't jump. I, for me, I was literally sick. Like I knew mm. in my nine to five, when I was like, I couldn't even go. I was in the hospital. Woo woo. The second I quit, I did my two weeks, you know, I did it right. The next day I was fine. Weird. Oh, wow. Yes. Next day I was perfect. Went back to the hospital. Blood levels were great. Everything was fine. I was like, what? It's mm. weird. Okay. I see what you did, God. I see. I see what you did. Okay. That's good. No, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, that's crazy. But, and I think for for me, that was a sign of you've been doing this a little bit too long. You've been doing mm -hmm. both of them a little bit too long. So let's let me force you because I'm 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 the type something dramatic has to happen for me to understand <laughs> what to do. Yeah. Like I wish I was that you tell me and I'm like. Yeah, no, I'm going to avoid it because you you went through it or I you told me about it and I I trust you. I never I'm not I'm not that type. Mm. I'm not. I'm yeah, I so think we might have just hit one today though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we I I I think we might have just kind of unlocked a piece for people who are in transition thinking about making a transition. It's like, well, what's my sign? Uh, sacrifice don't struggle. You know, like that might just that might just be one of the easy ways to help people understand uh, of when's the right time or not the right time. Can I do it without struggling? Mm -hmm. Can I do it while sac? Do I have to sacrifice? Yeah, sacrifice by all means, but struggle that might fall more as a as a choice, right? Like, yeah, no, I, I like that. That's good. And and it wasn't even for uh, it wasn't even like equal pay because some people will like. Okay, I can make the same amount or more in my transition. That's when I'm ready to go. I took a 30k cut. Oh, sacrifice. Yeah, I took a sacrifice. 30K yeah. Cut. I sure did. Yeah. Um, wow. got a lot of crap for it. I remember. Yeah. Um, I had my mom yeah. like, "Do they have uh like what's going to happen to medical? What about vacations?" Like, what do you mean you're just leaving your your bank job? Like, what are you talking about? Uh, what is what? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't understand yeah. it and now loves me. Right. Like, I'm not saying my mom never loved me, but like right, right. she gets it a little bit more, even though she still doesn't know what I do. Right. But I say that to say there's two ways of starting out your business, starting out that entrepreneurship lifestyle. There's nothing wrong with doing the nine to five and making sure this is it. There's nothing wrong mm -hmm. with staying at a nine to five until you have certain ducks in a row. That doesn't make you more or less of an entrepreneur. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. There's some people that will say something different based off their journey. And, I, and I'm not saying they're wrong. They did it their way, right? Yeah. But I don't like how society has, well, if you're not an entrepreneur, you're not anything. Like, no, that's nonsense. Yeah. It's, no. What are you talking about? You're the, you're the entrepreneur that hires people to have a nine to five. How are you literally going to tell your team, the people you employ, that they're nothing yeah. because you made a certain kind of route? Then they're going to leave you. No, that's you. real. That's real. 
That's real. And I think also another thing that people overlook is like, yo, if, if your job is fulfilling you, if you're finding fulfillment, right. doing the work, it doesn't mean that you should leave and go do it on your own. Like, I don't know that that, that necessarily makes a difference. So and, and the, the crazy thing is, is, is a big part of it. Yeah. yeah. The crazy thing is some entrepreneurs are not making more than nine to five people. Right. Right. Who is and having making to carry more way than, more responsibility? Who's making more than the number two of Facebook? Who's right. making more than the, the number? CEOs, yeah. Right. Facts. Than the number eight of Microsoft. Right. Right. I might just need to look that up. Hold up. Who's the number two of Facebook in this? No, for real. I swung. I just want to serve that as example. No, but it's true though, because I, I didn't. And again, that's why I say, yo, be mindful of making certain moves just off of titles and labels. Mm -hmm. Because you could get the title, you could get the label, but what if you're miserable as a result of it? Yeah. Then you've done something strictly for somebody else's happiness, not yours. But you're right. Like I can only imagine a CEO that you're talking about a C-suite executive. At, a, at one of the top companies in the world, let's just say safely you're, you're bringing in at least a million dollars a year. Safely, right? If not more. But no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, listen, I've, I've always said I'm cool if I be an exec. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I always said that. I'm cool if, if I had an exec uh, position. What? Let me tell you, let me tell you this. So it said uh, executive comp compensation. Uh, CEO, COO at Facebook, Cheryl Sandberg, mm -hmm. made twenty-seven million one hundred forty-four thousand and one hundred and forty-seven dollars in total compensation. All right, wow. keep rushing to entrepreneurship. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just hey, saying. Not for real. If you're finding fulfillment in your in your you know company organization or job, stay there. Like uh, yep. again, if that fulfillment is there and you see the mission, go for it. Yeah, because entrepreneurship is very lonely. Mm -hmm. You may feel mm -hmm. family in where you are. You may fulfill. You may be fulfilled money wise where you are. Don't get caught up unless it's really your passion. Unless it's really your thing. Like for me, I knew. No, don't tell me what to do. Don't do that. Right. I can't do that, right? right. I, there was a struggle with me that literally I got sick. Like, I see certain things a certain kind of way. And mm -hmm. it needs to happen in that certain kind of way. Whether it's right or wrong, let me deal with it. Like, let me yeah. take the consequences. Don't police me in doing this, that, and the third, right? So Straight up. I knew... Nine to five, which is crazy because my mom was like, I didn't even know you can do the Navy for that same reason. You don't like listening to anybody. Mm, right. right. So how did right. you do right. that? But I think mm -hmm. that that part helped me figure out the politics of, yeah. you know, of the game. Organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, I think I think. And for me, it was slightly different. You know, it, it wasn't I actually loved the corporate world. Like that time I spent on Wall Street, I was geeked up. I loved it. Like I really had a great time. But over time, I noticed that the culture didn't, didn't really fit with some of the things I believed in. Right? Like, and again, every culture motivates their people slightly different. They motivate you with happy hour. They motivate you with exotic trips and Thanks. some of the stuff that happens on the exotic trips. And I was Thanks. like... Dang, y'all really want me to sin? No, I don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, exotic trips. What kind of exotic right. trips did y'all oh, have? I mean, hey, spend never some mind. Time, never mind. Some time. Never mind. He's doing okay today. <laughs> this week was great. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, yeah. I was doing this a great week. It was a great week. So uh, no. So I'm saying, like, for some, you know, for some people, like, it, you know, your reason might be like, damn, culturally, it's not, it's not the right place for me, or like, I can't find an organ, I can't get hired by an organization that believes what I believe. Then I think that's a fair reason to. to to speak to too, or, or at least to make the transition over to as well. So just to kind of give a balanced perspective, because I don't want people to be like, damn, y'all always on ownership and like, you know, standing up and creating your, your, your platform or your personal brand so that you can voice your opinion. And now you're talking about staying at, you know, at your nine to five. But again, just to give a balanced perspective, here's why we're for it. Mm -hmm. And here's why we're against it. Just so that you know, because it would suck for somebody to make the jump and be like, Okay, now no one promoted this part about it. What, what, who, how come nobody spoke about this part here? Right. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, we, we love both. We love both. 
me for it. But for this uh, last scene, uh, at least for me, mm-hmm. proof is very important. Proof is oh, very huge. important. Okay. Huge. Yeah. Uh, we just went in on like, you have an idea, right? What's, how do we know that this is it? Like, how do mm-hmm. we know? Huh? Mm-hmm. Sales does that. People actually purchasing it. I mean, so let's see what he says, Damon John says about sales. The mistakes I see entrepreneurs make is when they think they have something. They don't have their numbers. That's why you see on Shark Tank all the time, what are your sales? Sales are proof of concept. Sales are the fact that you can make up your own opinion, but you can't make up your own facts. Your own opinion is, I think I have something. Sales is, I know I have something. Mm. That's a bar. That's a bar. <laughs> That's a whole bar. That's a bar. Right, that really is. Wow. Whole bar. The funny thing is, and for a shout out to our our video people, the the picture that he had of LL Cool J with the Queens jersey, right? Uh, I still have a Puerto Rico jersey downstairs, Fubu one. um, That's like X triple XL for no reason. It was the last one that they had in the Bronx. And I was like, I must have it. And I still have it downstairs. I don't know why. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? My first pair of socially acceptable sneakers, like that I was actually checked off into the cool club, was a was a pair of FUBU sneakers. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to FUBU. FUBU, if you're coming wow. back alive, uh, <laughs> Isaiah, bring this, bring this over here. FUBU, if you're coming back alive, like I, I've seen it a few times, actually, just... Send send some stuff over our way. We're we're two Queens kids. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. we would rock Fubu. We I'm just saying we would rock Fubu. Bring it but, back. Bring it yeah, back. Bring it back. I rocked the FB hat again. You know what I mean? Just give me the hat. Just give me the hat. The hat was was like everything back then. Mm-hmm. The hat was everything. Mm-hmm. There was all bootlegged and everything. You didn't know what one was real. I remember these times. But anyways, um. <laughs> But I, of course, I love what he said of we can't go off feelings, right? Yeah. We could only go based off what has been sold. We can, we, and even with our stuff, like we'll try this, we'll try that, right? And it always goes back to, okay, this is working because this made mm-hmm. a certain amount. Now, my question um Without getting too transparent, because this is the business part, so I'm going to be good, (laughs) right? But what about those times where you have something, it clearly worked for a minute, and then it it went down, 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 down. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. This is just, we, we thought... And it's like, doo, 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 doo. no, wait, it's not coming. It's not coming back. We, right, it may, right. it may like even like we're still in the low, like you still yeah. see ground. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. and enough to put the wheels down, but we're not putting right. the wheels down, but it's even. And then yeah. like we stop before it goes. But like, I guess my question is like for, from your experience, right. When do you know to put those panels and bring it back yeah. to life? Resuscitate, or, yeah. Or when do you put the wheels down? Right, right. Yeah, I think I think the, the one, and this is true life experience yes. here, like legit life. Uh, yeah, did I do good? Like I was like. No, great, great. Yes. Yeah, great. <laughs> Always use the plane, people. Use the plane right. analogy. Use the plane analogy. To his heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, use the plain analogy. No, uh, no, but I think I think speaking from real life experience, if you're if you're hovering, right, just to kind of play along with that same example, yep. if you're hovering, it's and and you want to see which one should I do? Should I should I find a way to gas it back up or just land? The one question to ask yourself for is, is there room for innovation? Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of times something will dwindle from a sales perspective because you were so innovative early on that 
you brought something to the marketplace that was so rare, so unique that people had no choice but to get excited and buy. So as as some of your customers catch up, because in the beginning, and I, and I like, I think even Simon Sinek talks about this, the different types of buyers. There are people who will buy before anyone believes it, but there are people who are skeptical until the, 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 the early adopters buy and, and they start telling everyone to buy it. And you're just like, okay, damn, I can't even resist no more. I got to go get that new iPhone. I got to get, you know, whatever that, that new thing is. Yeah. So at some point, as your customers transition over, guess what? Your competition transitions over too. So your competition now starts picking up on some of the things that you were doing and they start mimicking them. So it pulls your competitive advantage away. Now you're vulnerable to somebody undercutting you from a price standpoint. You're mm -hmm. vulnerable to just people shopping around and saying like, yo, if I get the same thing here, uh, what, what's the thing that's keeping me loyal outside of just brand loyalty or comfort? Right. So you expose yourself to, to no longer being that like non-negotiable option for somebody. So what I always find is that you've stopped innovating and you have crashed because you expected that something is going to continue to work for years. And it's rare. It's rare mm -hmm. to find a true cash cow product. Apple talk, you know, to use Apple as an example, there's a reason why they still don't have the first generation iPhone still trying to sell that. You know, they've had mm, iPhone good. 13. You feel me? Like they've innovated so many times despite of how great their sales were because they know, guess what? The customers are going to buy, but at some point my competition is going to catch up. So I got to transition over. Now you hover or, or you, you, you bring the wheels down, uh, if, if you see no more, like there's no more vision for it. Like there, there, there's no more even space for it in the long term. Right. So between, between innovation and some level of interest or that, that vision for you to even have the energy to continue jumpstarting it, that could be the, the two deciding factors on either end. That's so good. I'm, I'm not ending it. I just felt like I needed an air horn. I just <laughs> felt like I needed an air horn. I think, um, I, and and that goes once again, um, based off facts. Because sometimes, once again, I'm trying not to be too transparent because we're in the business talk. If this was about me, I could go. Right? Uh, <laughs> context clues. Context clues. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um the, the feeling of certain products should be able to still work. Like, mm -hmm. I've felt that. Like, yo, this is, it, it was so successful before, right? It was mm -hmm. amazing. We saw the, the impact. We saw how people were receiving it. Like, this, can, this needs to be out to the world. Like, mm -hmm. all we have to do is... Change the messaging, change this, add more things to it. And this is where you have to look at it like, once again, something's got to die mm -hmm. in order to truly come up with the next successful plan. Right. You have to let it go. And the one way to realize to keep or to, uh, or to let go is the numbers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's not to say that maybe down, down the line, you can't try to revive it. We could get the panels and doof. I mean, mm -hmm. we look at, like I said, FUBU. FUBU's, right. I was just about to say, yeah. Right. right. FUBU's coming back when that thing died. You know, Fat Farm uh, started coming back out. Uh, what other stuff came back out? There's a lot of stuff. Things that like a lot of retro stuff, the things in I was gonna, right, right behind yeah, me. I was going to even say Jay-Z. Yeah, facts. No, 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 no I'm not I even saying, see, all these Jordans. Yeah, oh, Jordans. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. No, you're right. Yeah. All these Jordans yeah. continue to come back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm -hmm. And like you can bring things back because people, what's that word? Nostalgic? People yep. feel that with certain things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it actually sells more. Like, what was? Oh, I don't know if you ate this Dunkaroos. Did you eat? Did you see Dunkaroos? I think you told me about it. Okay, once, but no, so it was yeah. like this cookie, right? Isaiah, put Dunkaroos up. 
So it was this cookie with like amazing cream filling, right? Mm-hmm. Boom. Really dope when, when I was a kid. I wasn't able wow. to eat them because my mom gave me pretzels. Okay. Mm. Yes. I was suffering from great health. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, it came back around. What, what was it? Last year, the year before. Mm. And them jokers were like $7 or something. Wow. Per packet. Wow. It was like, I'm exaggerating. It was like four though. It was definitely four yeah. compared to like 50 cents. Right? Yeah. But I bought them. I bought them. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I remember this. You want to give people memories. Oh my God. I yeah. remember how this, this felt, this, this was, you know, no, this right. experience. So you could bring things back in that case. And see if it could live again. But mm-hmm. when facts are facts and the sales aren't there, it is now your feelings against facts. Now, when we have a brand new idea, right, we're, we have to put it out in the market. We have to give it to the people. Whether yeah. it is from a monetizing standpoint or from my case about content you got to see what the people want it's not mm-hmm. we're creating things and it's not really for us right but we get so attached to it and we feel like this is it this is going to change the world this is amazing and it's almost a little bit contradicting from what jay-z said but jay-z put it out on the streets and he saw the impact that the people had and he saw what Mm -hmm. it was doing from one person to two people to 10 people and he saw that people were actually rocking with where he created relationships with uh biggie where he created relationships with uh i believe big daddy Kane early on like they were touring with each other like he created these relations off of his work. So by putting it out there, he received the feedback to give him facts of this could work, right? Though they may not see it, the general public, uh, and not general public, execs, big, high up Caucasian people may not see this. The culture sees it. Mm -hmm. So let's do this. Right now, that was that was feedback. That was literally people giving him facts. There are people that have an idea and it's like, okay, this is going to work. But with what what results do you have? Damon John says sales. Right. It doesn't always have to be sales, but yeah, yeah. proof of how do you how do you have proof of concept? Mm -hmm. Wallow Mm -hmm. said it in our in our. Uh, interview with him yeah he created proof of concept i did this i did it for free to bring proof of concept and when people saw that now he has an over million dollar deal because of his podcast so we have to put our feelings aside sometimes with business and that's something me and you have even struggled about because it's like this just ain't Mm -hmm. right this we know this works What are you talking about? Right. Mm -hmm. But business is business and business goes off of facts. That's right. And we can't battle with that too much. And if you want to try to, this ain't for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's That's right. I I agree with you a hundred percent. That's right. (laughs) He said, that's right. (laughs) So, but, um, do me a favor, people. We're going to have a really great after show. If you haven't been part of the after show, um, it is clearly what it's called. The after show. All right. Uh, Where we go a little bit more into our thoughts and feelings about certain clips we didn't play here or certain strategies and things like that. Um, So it's available on Apple Podcasts. You will see it every Wednesday night about 8, 830 p.m., something around there. You'll see a brand new after show. So go check that out. Of course, follow us on all social media platforms at Nikki and Moose, right? And mm-hmm. go to NikkiandMoose.com to listen to all the rest of the podcast. And uh, our live show, Tuesdays, right? 
8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6, 6, 6, 6, is it? No, 5, 5, 4, 5. Okay, 5. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) 5, yeah, yeah, 5. 5 p.m. West Coast time. Uh, We do a live show that's on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We're trying to get in on LinkedIn for our LinkedIn people, but um, Mm. those are the places you can find us. And um, Moose, final words. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna share a principle for uh, from the one we just did a breakdown on. But I was uh, studying for the show when I heard Damon John said, "There are two ways to learn: mentors or mistakes. There are two ways to learn: mentors or mistakes. So if you can afford." a long runway to learn from your own mistakes, make the mistakes and learn until you figure it out. Sure, go ahead and and take the mistakes. But if you got access to people who've done it, choose the mentors.